that's the the goal of this episode is talking talking to to the the mic mic. (laughs) (laughs) uh welcome to a good exchange podcast episode 35 number 35 35. this is our our kevin durant episode Mm -hmm. when he was 35 yeah and okc um welcome in glad you guys are here uh whoever is here happy that y'all are here and uh yeah man dad how are you how you feeling how's your week going feeling good <laughs> like i should no device what's, what's what comes after that uh um, was you said it was took a walk around the neighborhood feeling blessed never stressed let that sun shine on my sunday best <laughs> do you know that song word for word i do not just I. <laughs> that is it <laughs> You know, one thing I noticed about mom is mama mm-hmm. likes a lot of songs, but she only knows like one part. Yeah, exactly. Like, she knows and like she will sing yep. that verse. Yes. Like I, I, I remember she loves this song by Keisha Cole called I Remember. Mm-hmm. And I remember I played that song in the car and she only sang one part mm-hmm. <laughs> in the entire song. And I was like, mama doesn't know this. Song. You know, sometimes your mom will be in the shower and she'll be singing that one verse, like you said. <laughs> and I'll be thinking, please get to the next verse. <laughs> Cause I, I hit that one verse about fifty times. Like, yo, get to the hook I was already. Like, either finish the song or get to the next verse. <laughs> We're gonna be in trouble after this. You gonna have some explaining yeah, to do. Yeah, that's funny. The first minute, 30, 30 seconds of the pod. Yeah, she get shenanigans have already begun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good pod. Okay, hey, that's what we yes. talk, We said we said the sun is out. Yeah, it's it's early. I'm off the next two days. I'm off the next Man. two days. Woohoo! It's vacay. It's this video with Drewski and Jack Carlos saying, "Life like this sure is sweet, isn't hey, it?" It, it sure is. It feeling sure good. Is. Well, you you said you're you're feeling good. Nonetheless, you're on vacation this week. I right? am on vacation. Yes. How, how is your vacation? Well, as, as as I like to call it, since I'm not going anywhere, I like to call it a staycation. Staycation. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it's hey, it's it's nice. We're, we're, we're pretty, I've noticed that as a family, we're pretty good for that. Like, well, I know me and you specifically, like, we don't really, me and you don't really need to do anything special. Yeah. Like, I'm, we're kind of the same in that area where as we can just get a few days or, or just really not even stepping outside and right. just being able just to relax. Is, yeah. That's perfect for us. <laughs> well, you know, your, your mom, she's a, she's a go-getter. Yeah. And she just likes to be out and about, even if she's just window shopping. She just yeah. likes to be out and about. Well, you know? That's funny because I'm... I kind of have that too. Like I have my moments where it's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna chill all day, but then it's like, all right, I chilled. Yeah. Now now I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm outside. Right. But, um, you're you're more like I'm in the house. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm I'm in. Don't bother me. Yeah. That's for you're always on. <laughs> yeah. The, exactly. You're on D and D. Do not disturb. Exactly. But uh, you said you're having good week, good vacation. I, I'm having a very good week. Yeah, it's been nice so far. No complaints. No complaints. Yeah. Ain't no complaints. I feel it. I um. My week has been pretty good too. Um, well, Malik, good. How has your week been? Ah, so glad you asked, man. Tell us about your week, Malik. It is. Uh, it's been inquiring minds want to yeah, know. Yeah, they want to know. Uh, it's been a good week uh, so far. Um, what did I do? Uh, let's see. I didn't do anything special. Just oh, I, well, I hung out with the boys a lot mm-hmm. uh, last week. That's usually what you do when your girl is out of town, right? You can hang with the fellas, so I spent a lot of time with Adrian and Juan. We got wings and uh, shout out to Adrian yeah, and Juan. Shout out to the boys. What got wings? Watching playoffs, and then uh, we watched the fight on Sunday. <laughs> got some food and stuff. We'll get to the fight later on. Okay, but uh, yeah, been a been a good week so far. I um, I went to the movies. 
You actually walked into the building. Yes, I I did not. I didn't watch it on Netflix. I didn't watch it. it on HBO Max. I went to the movie theater for the first time in about a year and a half, maybe. Wow. And uh, it, I was really, really excited. Me and Kat had a little date night. And I was really excited. Like, I was there like, yo, like, I haven't felt this. Like, I haven't been to the movies in so long. Like, this is like, this is almost like nostalgic. Right. And it was probably the worst introduction <laughs> back to the movies <laughs> that I could have ever imagined. Okay, but before you get too far into that story, most important question of the day. <laughs> how was the movie theater popcorn? I, actually, I cannot wait to have some more movie theater popcorn. I actually didn't have any because we had eaten before the movie. Uh, and so I was pretty full. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't. I wasn't really in the taste. Cat uh, got some. She, she had it, but no, uh, okay. she only ate a little bit of it. She uh, was really full, too. So she she probably shouldn't have gotten it. But know, she was just, you know, that's what you do. You got to get the popcorn, yeah, especially when you haven't exactly. had it in a year and a half. But uh, so I, I didn't have any, but. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, maybe next time. But early on in the pod, we have a story time for Okay, you that, let's get to it. So we're at the movies. We are there to see the new Conjuring. The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. Shout out to Flip Wilson again. Yeah, shout out to Ed and Warren Lorraine, the main <laughs> character. So we're there in the theater. And as you know now, with most theaters, especially AMC theaters, the seats are... You know, you reserve the seating. Right. They have the cool recliner chairs and all that now. Yeah, probably more so now than before with COVID, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So, at, we, me and Kat, we got to our seats first. Like, we were the only people in there. Right. It was a smaller theater. So, I was like, hey, I'm going to use the restroom. So, as I was using the restroom, this guy, I walked past him. And, you know, I'll go in. I go to use the restroom. I'll come back. And Kat was like, and this guy came in here. And he just kind of, like, stared around in the theater. And she was like, I was just in here by myself. Kind of like, Okay. She said he kind of said out loud, man, that's all the seats. <laughs> and uh, he left. And so I was just like, oh, okay. So she went to the restroom because we had some stuff with us. Right. So when she goes, I'm in there sitting down. And then the guy comes back, but he's with like his mom. And he probably looked like he probably was in high school. Maybe like a freshman. It was him, his brother, the mom, and him. And so they walk in and then they're like, okay, like where where should we sit? And so I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, your seat row and number should be on your ticket. So exactly. you should just look where you're, you're, you know, what section you're in right. and sit there. And so they're like, well, there's three seats up there. <laughs> uh, and they, they're they literally just like walking around the theater. And I'm, I'm in, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, they're going to sit in somebody's seat. Right. I was like, they're going to sit in somebody's seat. Cause I don't know why that frustrates me when I see people like, who don't know where to sit. And I'm like, I know you reserved seats before you came in here. Like you sit there, like you don't reserve the seats for nothing. Right. So they came in there. And so they sat down as they were sitting down, a lady, a girl and her mom walked in. <laughs> her mom said, where are we sitting? <laughs> really loud. So I was like, okay. So she comes in and she's like, we're in section D. So they get to section D. And then the lady looks at her ticket and says, no, we're actually in section C. She said, where's C? <laughs> she looked down at her ticket and she goes to sit in her seats. Lo and behold, the family was sitting in there. Of course. She said, hey, you're in our seats. So they said, oh. So then they got up and then they looked confused again. <laughs> they started pointing near me and I was like, no, no. like These ain't your seats. 
they're pointing. And so then they went and sit down. And then, you know, other people come in and they sit down. And so I'm like, all right, looks like, you know, these people know what they're doing. Then maybe about five minutes later, there's three people come in and they start stomping up the stairs in the theater. Like, it's just like, and I'm like, why are y'all stomping up the stairs? So they get, they get to the seats and they're in there. Hey man, so talking <laughs> like screaming, and I'm like, "Why are y'all talking so loud?" Well, then you a, know, COVID people have, have have lost their their movie theater. I was like, courtesy. I was like, "What is wrong with people? Like, have y'all never been to the movies before? Uh, not in a year." Then a couple comes and they sit towards the end uh, in our row, and he and the guys just yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm like, "Dog, I can hear you." <laughs> So we, I got the couple next to me talking loud, and then the people above us like screaming. <laughs> so then the movie's supposed to start at eight fifteen. It's like eight thirty five. The screen's just blank. Oh boy! So then we're like, "Is the movie ever gonna come on?" <laughs> so we're sitting there, and about eight forty five, all of a sudden, boom! Like it just starts. The movie just starts, right? Like right. no previews, just <laughs> Warner Brothers logo, and then boom! Right. So as the movie's on, I'm watching it. And I'm sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, I've seen this before. <laughs> and as soon, literally, as soon as I thought that, one of the loud people up behind us said, "Hey, this the wrong movie." <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how you know they're <laughs> stomping down the stairs. So they're stomping down the stairs, and then. The AMC guy comes in and he's like, "Man, that is the wrong movie." <laughs> so he pulls out his walkie-talkie and he's like, "Some, some copy, copy, conjuring." So I'm like, "How they play the wrong conjuring?" Like, I was like, "What are they doing?" Oh my goodness! So then, boom, screen goes blank again. So now we're just sitting there again, blank screen. <laughs> And the ladies, uh, the people loud talking like, yeah, they was in here playing the wrong movie. But we went and told them, no. <laughs> so we're sitting there. Maybe about oh, boy. 10 minutes later, um, screen just comes on again. One, no previews. Boom. Logo comes on. So it's the right movie this time. Right. So then we're there. And these two guys come in. And they don't know where to sit either. So I'm just like, <laughs> again, you didn't reserve seats for nothing. So they're like. So then they look, and there's two seats next to me and Kat. And we and Kat were hoping, like, please don't sit next to us. Like, still COVID and stuff. Right. Of course, they sat right next to me and Kat. Right. So I was like, oh, my God. So then, if I don't know if you know, but iPhones, they have flash notifications. Mm-hmm. So where if you get a text or you get a phone call, like, right. your phone, like, it'll just, it'll, like flash it'll like a flash. Yeah. The guys next to us, his phone flashed probably the entire movie, <laughs> and not once did he ever think like, "Let me turn this off." And I was like, "Dog, are you so?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then literally everybody in the rows in front of us, I think people got up probably twenty five times. Like wow. I was like, "I've never seen this many people just get up and walk out this much throughout the movie." So safe to say, it was it was not that enjoyable not of that an experience of an back there was there was I, there was one point during the movie cat was like honestly this make me miss watching it at home yeah so i, well, I hey shout out to hbo max <laughs> <laughs> i told you yeah you did i told you we were so excited we were like yo we back in the theaters like this is a this is the feeling like we missed this feeling and 
while we were there, I was like, man, I actually you were I, like, Dad was right. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go back. Oh boy, which I, so I, they ruined it for you completely. I was just, just so frustrated with right. the, just people's like lack of <laughs> awareness of like, you reserve the seat. Like it, it made me think like maybe they need to have somebody in here, that like stands there and be like, let's see your ticket. Like let me escort escort you to your seat. Cause it's like people, it's like people thought it was the old theater, like when you should just go sit wherever. Yeah. Like I'm like, you don't reserve the seat right. just to go sit down wherever you think. Like you sit in those seats. Cause I, I've been in theaters plenty of times where people have done that, and then you see the couple get there late and they're like, oh, hey, you're in our seats. Yeah. And then they have to get up, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, man, if you right. just pay attention. But I, I don't know. I don't know if it was just you know people hadn't been out to the theaters in a long time. But it it was just a lot going on. Yeah, night, I, you know, so. I just think in in the last year, people again, like I said, I think people <laughs> they have lost their their theater courtesy or their theater com- common sense. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Hold on, check your ticket for your reserved seating. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, when you reserve the seats, you're going to sit in those seats when you get into the theater. Exactly. <laughs> Don't look at me. It is not general seating. Yeah, anymore. it is not general. You you sit the you sit in the seats you chose to sit in. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, movie was alright. Pretty good. Well, once you finally got to yeah, it. once it started at nine, <laughs> it sounds like you were pretty thoroughly entertained even while the movie yeah, was I going was, on. It was, so, you know, I, so it's when I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to tell this story." On, on yeah, the pod. that's why I was telling you. I was like, "I can't tell you tonight." I told mom, but I was like, "Don't tell dad." Uh, yeah, she, you know, she mentioned it today too, but what? she she didn't tell me what. You were going to tell me, uh-huh. but she was talking about how you were excited to tell me yeah. about what happened at yeah. the movie theater last I night. I couldn't wait yeah, to so. tell you this content. Cause yeah, it, so it was a lot going on. So I don't know if I'll be at the movies again anytime well, soon. Maybe I might have to go at like night or something. When yeah, it might not be that many people there. But I would like to go back, but you know, I'm I'm not one of those people that can go to just any movie. I have to have something that I really want to see. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even more so with this. COVID thing, you know, I'm I'm yeah. still a little bit. They, they hesitant. still they had it socially distanced. Like yeah. there were some seats that were left open, but like yeah. the dude sat next to us, and yeah. I, I I don't think they had really a clue of what was. Yeah, that's I think they need like more people kind of in there with a little bit more direction. Yeah, because it you know, was that, a lot going. Even they they even had like all the movie theater like doors open, so like there's points in the movie where you could like hear the other movies. Yeah, you could hear people talking outside. You could hear the music in the hallway. And I was like, "Come on, dog, we gotta yeah. be better." I can remember a few years ago when uh, I had gone home to Cincinnati, I, and I think I may have told you about this. I don't know. Oh yeah, I think so. But uh, just one particular morning, I was gonna hook up with some of my homeboys later that day, so uh-huh. I didn't really have anything planned for the early part of the day. So I said, "Well, I'm just gonna go to the movies." Right. You know, the movie theater was probably really not even 10 minutes from my hotel. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I'm going to go check out Suicide Squad. I got there for the first showing, which was about maybe 11-ish. I think your first mistake was going to go see Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> correct. But, you know, there was nothing else. So that was the only thing that was showing that I even somewhat kind of wanted right. to see. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting in the movie theater. <laughs> I am the only person in the movie theater. There must have been 500 seats. (laughs) It was just you. Nobody but me. This couple (laughs) came in and literally sat right next to me. (laughs) That's it was 400, probably 499 (laughs) seats left. Yeah, they said, and they said right right next to me. They said in 498 (laughs) and 497. That's that's the worst. That makes me think of like bathroom etiquette. Yeah. 
when you go to like the stall, like you don't go pee next to a guy. Like you right. go to the stall next to them, or, right. or you go to the furthest one. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's like when the guy comes next to you, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Dog? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, but that that's happened to me and Cat before. But like, we've gone to the movies and like people sat right next to us, and we've kind of just been like, "Why?" <laughs> We're gonna. Luckily, that was a movie where it wasn't that packed, so the reserved seats. We yeah. just kind of scooted over a few right. seats, but uh, but yeah, it was not the best welcome back to the yeah the so. movie theater world. But you know, we'll try again. We'll, well, it was interesting, if nothing else. Yeah, it's it, not entertaining. Yeah, it was great, interesting. great story for the yeah pod, man, yeah but, really. You know, we'll see. Hopefully. Um, you know, there'll be some more good movies out that uh, yeah. we'll try to get to to see. But as far as this pod goes, I didn't really have like a big specific topic today. It was kind of one of those weeks where wasn't nothing really coming to me. Right. But I did. I thought of a little something, uh, nothing too crazy. But I was at work today, and I just kind of the last few days, maybe a few weeks at work, just I've noticed people have just been kind of frustrated. Right. Like including me. Like I've been getting frustrated with some things. Um, and it just kind of, it was, it's kind of interesting to see just how different people handle like their frustration mm-hmm. and, um, just like what people do, what they don't do. Like, I know for me, I got frustrated and I was just kind of like, I just kind of rebelled. <laughs> it was like, all right, everything I tell them yeah. to do, I'm not going to do. Yeah, well, we, sometimes we have those moments. So yeah. And we're, so we're only human. I was just walking around thinking of just like, you know. How do we handle like our frustration like at times? Like what is what are the best things to do? Like I know for me, um, even just out outside of work, like sometimes with well, I think I said it before, like sometimes, you know, I wish I was just further, I guess, along in life than I, where I am. And I kinda just get frustrated sometimes. And um I was just thinking like, how do I I guess like get all right? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I think one thing is being frustrated is really just a part of being human. Mm. And so, you know, I know we talk about maturity a lot. We talk about integrity. We talk about these things. But really all it boils down to is just, you know, we're just people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're just going to have those moments. So, you know, yeah. you said that you wish that you were further along in life. You know what, man? You're, you're a human being. And you are allowed to have these feelings. And, you know, God, he gave us these feelings for a reason. Because if we didn't have these feelings, then we would literally go crazy. But he also gave us the ability to process these feelings in a mm-hmm. way so that it's not harmful to us or to others. Right. And so sometimes we just may have to just kind of figure out what that thing is, mm-hmm. you know. Because, you know, I find that I have a, a low tolerance for, well, I don't know how better else to say this, but... <clears throat> I have a low tolerance for stupidity. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> just from you talking about uh, your your movie theater experience, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about yeah, it's that, reserved seat. Yeah, like, you can't re- you can't even get to your seat without the ticket. Yeah, and to get the ticket, you have to reserve yeah, it. Yeah, I was really annoyed by that. Yeah, you know, and so sometimes it's just a matter of just common sense, you know, mm-hmm. in that regard. Exactly. But like I said. Sometimes I just have a low a low tolerance for stupidity, but that's that's one of the things that, that I know that I have to deal with. That's mm-hmm. that's an issue that was within me that I have yet to be delivered from, you know. Right, yeah. But like I said, you know, we're human, so we are we are allowed to to have these feelings, but it's a matter of, on how we process these feelings. Mm-hmm. That's what really matters, you know. And so everybody has their own way of dealing with frustration. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would say the most important thing is communicate 
Yeah. You know, especially if you're having a, a frustrating issue with an, another person, it may not necessarily right. be a situation. Uh-huh. But, you know, if someone is causing you the frustration, I would say communicate. Yeah, and you know? I, I think a lot of times, honestly, like if you really do just take the time to communicate, you'll get to the, like... You get to the root of the yeah, battle. And, and you'll resolve it, like, exactly. rather quickly. Like, I mm-hmm. know with, like, being in a relationship with Kat, like, one, that was something we struggled with early on, was just, like, we struggled to, like, communicate our mm-hmm. feelings. And, like, so yeah. she would get upset, and then I would get upset because she was upset. Right. And then it would just be like, all right, well, I'm going to just go 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 right. here and then do that. And right. then, like, even a few weeks ago, we had a little uh moment, and then we, like, communicated, and it was like, oh, like, <laughs> that could have all been avoided. Yeah, if we exactly. Just, if if we just uh talked i mm-hmm. i think something that's key with our frustration too is like finding like a positive outlet too yeah like that's I that's know, important like i know you always say like the uh, idle mind is the devil's playground so right not just like sitting and sulking in our frustration like whatever mm-hmm. it, like the case may be not just sitting in it and letting that i think because i think sometimes as people we do that a lot like we we get frustrated and then we just stay in it mm-hmm. and then we're just like there in it and it's just like all right like at some point we can't just sit there. Like mm-hmm. we can't just, just sit there to and be comfortable in our discomfort. <laughs> right. Like at exactly. some point, we gotta say, "All right, you know, what? I don't, I, don't, I don't need to be frustrated anymore. Like, yeah. let me do what I gotta do to, to get this frustration off yeah. me. Whether that's, like, I always think of Boo. Like, whether to a like he goes bowling. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, I, I like to wash my car and vacuum, and uh-huh. like you like to, to put on some music. Like finding those things that, put us in a good place of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just kind of feel like sometimes frustration can sometimes be a stronghold, mm-hmm. meaning that if we don't recognize that there may be a particular area that we might need to deal with mm-hmm. in regards to being frustrated by a certain thing or, or a certain person, <clears throat> that might mean that the problem may not be the person or the issue. We might be the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be us. Yeah. So there's probably something within us that we might need to deal with. And if we don't deal with this thing, it can become a stronghold, mm-hmm. meaning that it can become something that we can't just necessarily just break free from. Yeah. We may need some deliverance from yeah. this thing in, 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 in that particular area. And so we have to be, we have to have enough discernment to recognize that maybe the problem is me. Mm-hmm. It may not be the situation. Maybe it may not be this person or what they did or what they said. Mm-hmm. It might be my action or, or my right. outlook or my perspective on this thing that might need to change. Exactly. And yeah. so we just have to have a sense of discernment to recognize, is it me or is it this situation or mm-hmm. this person? Yeah, that's that's really that's really true. Like having, we say it all the time, that awareness to, mm-hmm. to look yeah. yourself in the mirror and say, okay, like, th- this is on me. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, and I've I've had moments like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'll be honest with you, I I kind of dealt with that just just very recently. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some things that were on my mind that was were frustrating me, and I finally got to the point where I just had to say, you know what, Steve, you're tripping. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're tripping. You go ahead and just man up, mm-hmm. put your big boy pants on, <laughs> and, and and keep it moving. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you just have to do that, yeah, man. Because we're not going to be able to fix everything. We're not going to be able to fix everybody. Is that a guy thing? Like you think there's like a like a, a, a level of pride? Because sometimes I, I have that, and I'm just kind of like, man, I ain't like I, I ain't about to be weak. Like I ain't about to. I'm not about to say sorry. <laughs> yeah, but you know what though. One, there was a situation uh, not too long ago. Right, where, I'm not like I'm not about to admit I was tripping. <laughs> yeah, I uh, well, I I had to recognize the fact that there was something that I did and something that I said 
that caused some, I won't say some harm, but it caused someone else to feel disheartened. Right. And I felt bad about that. You know, I, I really did. I, I could have reacted to this situation a little bit better, <clears throat> but I kind of let my frustration show. Mm. And in doing so, it made this particular person feel a certain type of way. And so once I got wind that this person felt that way, I felt bad because I realized it was because of what I did. Mm. Now, I can't say that I was happy about what was going on that made me feel that way. Right. You know, but I can only be responsible and accountable for, for my actions. You know, and, you know, and me you being a, a grown man. Yes, sir. Me being the grown man. 75 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me being the grown man, somebody had to step up right. and, and get this situation squashed, mm -hmm. you know, before it got out of control and, and blown out of proportion. So I called this person and I just said, hey. I didn't mean to make you feel this way. It was not my intention. You know, I let my, my emotion get the best of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking you if you will accept my apology. Right. And you know what, man? Sometimes the hardest thing to do is just to say I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that that's... I struggle. I realize that I, I struggle in that area. Yeah. Like, I I realize, like, especially my relationship, I'm more of a be mad and then, like, two days later be yeah. like, you know what? I, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> then I realized you know it's like, I could do that from the jump and like be good a little bit quicker and take it. But you know, hours. I'll tell you though, but since that time, how liberating that is, because what I realized is that I'm saying, I'm sorry. It can be a very therapeutic thing and it, it can be a delivering thing. And where you, you get this, this burden off of you. <clears throat> and I've learned since that incident that, I'm sorry it doesn't have to be a bigger burden as we make it out to be. And right. so, you know, it's once you, <laughs> you 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 learn you understand the importance of saying I'm I'm sorry and realizing how much how f much freedom there is in saying I'm sorry, mm -hmm. you know, because you release yourself from feeling a certain type of way, you know, ho hopefully the person can release you from how you may have made them feel, you know, whatever the situation is, yeah. and then you can keep moving you know yeah you can keep progressing through life because otherwise i feel like you kind of st stunt your growth by letting this thing continue to just sit and stew you know yeah and i think too it's like because I, I remember during when i um especially like middle school playing basketball i remember i used to get frustrated after like every little thing yeah and i, and I remember y'all used to always be like you get frustrated way too quickly you get yeah. frustrated way too easy like there's a whole lot of game left you just sitting here like frustrated yeah <laughs> and, I, and i remember especially playing with ed on next level, I would get frustrated. Yeah. And then he was just like, you coming out of the game. <laughs> and I would sit there, then I would really just be sitting there sulking. Yeah. And then it was just like, man, I, I can't do that every time something yeah. goes wrong. Or like, so I, I said all that to say, it's like, we can't just get frustrated at everything too. Like yeah. mm -hmm. at some point, I think we got to realize like life is going to happen. Yeah. Things, but like, we just going to have to just keep it pushing. There's, yeah. there's this video. <laughs> of Trey Young that's like floating around right now when he was walking to the locker room and one of the guys for the Knicks like bumped him like kind of like unintentionally intentionally and uh he bumped him and Trey Young stopped and then he kind of just raised his shoulders and he kept walking and I think sometimes we got to do like that yeah. like we might mm -hmm. get a bump but we just got to fix our shoulders yeah. and be like all right man yeah. we're gonna let that slide yeah. and then in the back of that video one of his teammates saw that so he went and like bumped into the other dude so it's like we gonna have to do that, and then you know we are gonna have to let God or yeah. let our let our let our other people take you know. Yeah, and you know there's a scripture in the Bible that says that a fool shows his annoyance at once, but a wise man overlooks an offense. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes we just have to have, like I said, that discernment to determine 
you know, I think we talked about it last week or maybe the week before. If is this thing worth me getting upset over? Mm -hmm. Is this thing worth me losing my peace over? Yeah. You know, and so it's just a matter of of recognizing the situation, mm -hmm. recognizing the benefit as well as the harm. Yeah, you know, and how we respond or how what we allow. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, how far we let this thing to uh, go to get out of hand, and we just have to recognize that you know we have a responsibility to 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 hopefully be the bigger person and do what's necessary to resolve this situation. Yeah, I think of uh, uh, Rich Wilkerson. He has a, a quote, and I think it says uh, it's like like living in a state of offense just puts a fence around you. Hmm, that's good. Oh, man, that's really good. I, so, I like that. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Hey, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rich Wilkerson. He hey, said man, that. <laughs> you were always dropping knowledge. Hey, so. hey I'll be trying. Man. Hey, funny, now <laughs> I think about it, I actually met Rich Wilkerson. Did you really? I, I was... Like the luckiest thing ever. I met him at Hope and Life Conference really? randomly. I was walking through church and a girl that I know was happening like at his meet and greet. Mm -hmm. and she was about to take a picture with him and she saw me and was like, can you take this picture? And I looked up and it was Rich. Oh, okay. So, I, and so he was like, yo, what up? So I, I, met, I met Rich Wilkins, who at the time he was one of my favorite like lead pastors. Yeah. But yeah, is that, uh, is there anything else on, on frustration? No. I, uh, Not unless you want to delve a little bit more, but you know that's that's all I got. You know. Yeah. Nah, I think that's, I think that's all I got. Yeah. I've just been, you know, like I said, I think just finding an outlet, um, <clears throat> something positive yeah. to do yeah. that'll like put you in a place of peace. Right. Um, is is huge. Like I know for me, I sometimes I would just listen to worship music, mm -hmm. um, pray. Like I said, I have my go wash my car. Go listen to music, you know, just finding those things. I think that when you do get frustrated that, yeah, that, you know, that can help put you at a place of peace instead of just, like I said, sit in there and just be like, I'm angry right. and just like standing because mm -hmm. that's not healthy. Yeah. You, that can't I call hold. it being in a state of suspended animation. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't. It's like you're just stuck. Yeah. You can't just be there all day. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's not the way to do it. So mm -hmm. at some point you're going to have to say, all right. Well, that, that angerness and, and that bitterness and that frustration, you know, you know, a lot of people, we talk about unforgiveness. And yeah, that's, 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 that's like being a that's like having a ball and chain around your ankle, uh -huh. you know. So it's like you're imprisoned by your own emotions. Yep, to yourself. Yep. That's uh, I, I think that's pretty good. Man. Yeah. I think that's it. Man. So, what you say? Don't don't be suspended in animation. <laughs> don't be a suspended cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> it's about that time with a pod. Okay. It's playoff time in the NBA. And we didn't really get into what's happening in the playoffs, so I guess we'll get into it. Let's get into uh, it. Um, we'll get into it. Um, the Nets, I, I'm, I'm going to just keep saying it. Wow. They are winning the finals. Uh, they're playing tonight, right? They play tomorrow. Tom in uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, they're up. They, yeah. they beat the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> without James Harden by 40. Yeah. Like, it's... But you know what I think is surprising a lot of people is the play of Blake Griffin. Because I'm thinking that he has really stepped up, and so uh, they're not missing uh, James Harden all that much. He's he's filling in in other ways, and mm -hmm. so they're not really losing anything. He's just he's just uh, performing in a different type of way for for the mm -hmm. Nets. So, yeah, you know. he, it, well, because you know in in Detroit there was like a stat going around that he hadn't dunked in like a year, mm -hmm. and then so like now he's dunking all over the place. Because yeah. you know that's what Blake Griffin was known for at first. Oh, yeah. He was he was yeah. a super super athletic, right? And uh, so, so now he's dunking all over the place again. So they like, all right. They was like, was he faking? Like, was no. he trying to get out of Detroit? 
Hey, he uh, may just feel revitalized because yeah. his career is still is back but on track. You know what I think is surprising about the Nets is that they're actually they're they're a pretty unselfish team. Like they move the ball well. Yeah, and it's and it's not just KD, Kyrie, and James. Like you said, Blake plays well off the bench. Jeff Green plays well. He's been hurt, but he yeah. plays well. Landry Shaman has been playing well. Uh, Joe Harris is a sniper. If- you know, I don't know any other person on the Nets other than KD, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, James Harden, they, they have Jeff a, Green, and Blake Griffin. Other than they that, have that's a, it. They have a that good team. They they remind me of the Rockets teams when whenever we went when we went to the Western Conference Finals, yeah. but they're just like an upgraded version. Right. Like they actually have shooters like who are mm-hmm. out there to shoot, right. like not just oh he's a shooter just because they say he is. Like no, like Joe Harris is a shooter, like. Right. He takes threes and he makes them. Like right. they, they got a really good team and and they they're pretty well defensively too. So I think Steve Nash has done a good job. Obviously, they're just really really talented. Yeah. Like KD, it doesn't help hurt to have a KD on your team. That's <sighs> for sure. It don't help to hurt. or a Kyrie for that oh, matter. Yeah. You it know, so. like you can James can go out and you can be like, oh yeah, we yeah. have Kevin Durant on our team. Exactly. Yeah, I think he's averaging like thirty two and seven. Did you see that interview? Somebody asked him, did they think that he would be oh, scoring yeah, yeah. at this point? You know, and. With the, just coming off of an injury, yeah. the type of injury that he had. Uh-huh. And he was like, did you really just ask yeah, me that he, question? He was like, come on, dog. Like, I'm not, my thing is, like, this is the same Kevin Durant that two just two years ago looked into the camera and said, I'm Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. Y'all know y'all know who I am. Mm-hmm. And then dropped 50 the next day. I was like, yeah, we know who you are, yeah. Daddy. Yeah, I know. I never forgot who you are. Well, yeah, I think I think the Nets are, are, are gonna want to win the finals. Um, it's some interesting series. They're looking strong, that's for I, sure. I, I, what I like about the playoffs this year that it's very outside of the East to me, anyways. Yeah, it's very unpredictable. Right. Because like, I, I, people were, have been complaining like it's it's the same teams every year, and then now that it's not the teams, now they're now they're right. mad because they think it's not going to be entertaining. But I like the fact that it's Phoenix yeah. and Utah and like these teams that we didn't expect to be here playing right. well. Like I in the West, I'm kind of rooting for the Suns. Cause I love Chris Paul. He's biting, he's battling through that injury, yeah. but he he played. He took over in the yeah. fourth that last game. He yeah, didn't I miss a that. shot. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He went crazy. Man, yeah, I was so happy for Chris Paul. So I I think I want the Suns to go far. Um, I, hopefully, I don't think they'll win it. Like I said, I think Brooklyn got it a lot. But you know, well, but maybe they will at least be in it. You know, the Nets yeah, and the yeah. Suns. So you know, that should be an interesting matchup. Yeah, so. they they played. So that's the only game once. And I know Utah and the Clippers played last night. And, yeah. Uh, Paul George reverted back to pandemic P. Did he really? He, there's something about Paul Paul George and Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, who plays for the Jazz, him and Paul George kind of have like a quiet beef. Mm, oh, really? And um, I don't know why, but Joe Ingles can really get in Paul George's head. So hmm. some people was like, hey, he played good in the first round, but Joe Ingles about to flare up that PTSD. <laughs> but you know what, though? It seems like... I would say I won't say with every superstar, but you know, with some superstars, it seemed like there's always that one yeah, person that just got your that number. One, yeah. You know, because as great as Michael Jordan was, it was something about Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars yep. knew what to do mm-hmm. when it came to guarding Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, you that, that's a good that's a good point. Like you, you think about like like Chris Paul and Rondo. That's yeah. they, they don't they don't like each other. I think of Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. They're kind of yeah, that, that right. thing. Uh, I don't know who that guy would be for James Harden. I was gonna say maybe like Marcus Smart. Uh, who was that guy? There was somebody I I can't recall the oh, name right now. Maybe the guy from OKC, Dort. He guarded James pretty really? well, but he didn't really get under his skin. Yeah, because he respected James. Well, he him and James were the same school in college. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, he, but, did they go to college together? No, nah, not at the same okay. time. Dude, Dort's like he was like a second year in the league, but oh, okay. 
Um, I don't know. That that is true though. Like there are just certain guys that they, they just got the, the superstars. Certain mm-hmm. superstars they just got their numbers. So, yeah, and I, I think Joe Ingles, what whatever he does to get in PG's head, it it it, hmm. it works because he. Oh, I didn't see the game last night, but he didn't play well at all. Who, so. Paul George? Yeah, Paul George. He didn't play well at all. So yeah. So uh, was that the game where uh, Donovan Mitchell he went off? Yeah, he had forty five last yeah. night. So Utah is good. They're they're a sleepy team. Like I, I kind of didn't think they would still be in it. But right. They, they, they play pretty well. They, yeah. they've got a, they got a pretty well together put team. Rudy yeah. Gobert, he's pretty good. Um, Jordan Clarkson, he just won six man of the year. Yeah. He can hoop. Oh, Jokic, that's what I said. He won MVP. Did he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is the first NBA awards where I think every award has been right. Really? Maybe except for Coach of the Year. I was Tom, just about to ask you about Tom that. Tom Thibodeau won, and I think Monty Williams probably should have should have mm-hmm. won it, but I, I think it's no real wrong choice. Thibodeau, he coaches the Knicks? Yeah, he coaches mm-hmm. the Knicks. And they're out? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a regular season. Yeah. People got to mm-hmm. forget everything. It's for oh, the regular okay. season. But I still think Monty well, I guess wins. that makes sense. So. But I, I think this is the first time where I'm, I'm very pleased with the awards. <laughs> but we, we do got to get to Giannis Atendokudo, or yeah. however you say his name. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Is he overrated? I think so, yeah. You think? Yeah. I think so. This is a hot take. I Because, uh, you know, he he's won back-to-back MVPs. You know, he's supposedly the face of the, the league and all that. And when it, it seems like when he, when we get to the playoffs, he it seems like teams are able to kind of slow him down a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if you tr- attribute that to just his skill set or the coaching or I don't know what it is. But yeah, I, 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 I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's a. He's a he's a I'll say he is a great player. I'll give him that he's a great player. I'm I don't think he's really a very consistent perimeter shooter. That's where he you know I, think. I I kind of feel like he gets a majority of his points in the in the uh, in in the paint yeah or uh, in the the high percentage shots yeah you know? pretty much all in the paint and so but you know I did see one game this was still in, in the regular season I can't even remember who they were playing I think he may have been playing the uh, the Celtics this one particular night now that one night he 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 kind of went off that night you yeah know? yeah it was like they couldn't stop him that night yeah you know but I I just feel like that he's just one of those freakishly athletic dudes and like once he gets in the paint what can you do well he's freakishly athletic and then he's he's Really but, tall. Yeah, he's like seven. Yeah, two or something. I, I think well, he's like, I think he's like six ten, but he has yeah. really long arms. Yeah, and then he he can handle the ball. Yeah, um, he's athletic, like you said. Mm-hmm. He's just I think with him, I just think as much attention as he gets, he's not the greatest playmaker. Right. So I think that he lacks in that area. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, like you said, his outside shooting is very suspect. Right. So. I think people can look at him and be like, man, just pack the paint. Let him shoot threes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, like I said, I think with that, his playmaking ability is suspect. And I do think the coaching sometimes. It seems like there really is no other, like, sort of game plan to, like, right. free him up in yeah. the playoffs. It's just kind of like, all right, give it to him at the top of the key. And then, and then just let him do He just try, try to let him yeah. dribble as deep as right. he can. And it's like, that's not going to work. Now, I've never really seen his brother play. How, is he is he any good or what? Because he's on the Bucks as well, isn't he? His brother? Yeah, I'm not sure. Does he ever get any PT? Uh, he kind of does. I don't really know his skill set. Mm-hmm. He has two brothers in the league, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. I don't know if they really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was on the Lakers, and they won a ring, but yeah. like, he didn't really do anything. Well, <laughs> did you uh, did you hear about what the debate about LeBron James? Uh, you no. know, uh, apparently he, he made a comment that he's the greatest basketball player 
And then, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on on social media that, like, if you're the greatest prayer, you wouldn't have to vocal or vocalize it or, 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 you know, put it out there like that, you know. So there's, there's like, this major debate on whether he should have said that or not, oh. you know. And well, so, I think a lot of the guys said that. That's not the first time LeBron said that. Yeah. Like, I've heard LeBron say that years ago. Like, I'm the best player in the world. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like John Morant said, I'm top five in the league. Yeah. And then people trashed him for it. And right. then he went out and... and he had like 50 and they were like, okay, yeah. maybe he was right. So I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think people just like to hate on LeBron. Yeah. Me being one of them. <laughs> you know, so I don't have a lot of good things to say a lot about I, LeBron. I mean, he, now you can't take anything away from his talent. You know, he, he is a great player, man. You know, the dude, he is a superstar. My, my thing about LeBron is you got to realize LeBron's been under the public eye and pressure since he was 17 since years he, old. Yep, like since he left high school. And so the expectations that were set, he's exceeded them like yeah. way above anything. I, I, I think LeBron is the second greatest player ever. Yeah, I just don't think anybody will pass Mike. But no, I, you know, and I, I, I kind of feel like that a lot of the attention that he gets is because before he even stepped foot on the court coming out of high school, he got a ninety yep. million dollar yeah. contract. Yeah. Hadn't played a game. He had the Nike deal. Yeah, he, he had Ni- the Hummer. ninety million dollars. He had the Hummer, but you know, right. his mama was like, and oh, so we when you, it. you know, when you, when you've already put it been put on that echelon and you hadn't played the game yet well yeah. you know people are going to come at you you yeah, know and so i always say you know haters gotta hate yeah <laughs> it's just but you know for me i just feel like man i just feel like lebron he's one of those players it's like he's running around trying to uh position himself to be with a certain player or a certain team to get a ring you and i just so? kind of feel like you know what if you are the great player that you claim to be people are going to want to come play with you well you know? i think it's a little bit of both like i think people want to play with lebron i think lebron wants to play with certain people too but i, I think people want to play uh with uh with lebron too that's yeah. what i think i think that's why especially after they won the ring last year all those people went to la yeah it just didn't work oh we guess we gotta talk about that the lakers got knocked out Woo-hoo. uh so did the mavericks uh yeah luca got knocked out i was kind of sad to see luca go but Luca Luca looks like James Harden for yeah. the first eight years on the Rockets. Yeah. He needs help. Yeah, and, 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 and there was another discussion that that and, uh, uh, on the ESPN. The and other Por- day. Porzingis, his like co-star, is not happy at all. So he might he might be out. Hmm. Um, I guess he probably went. He probably thought he was going to be the man. Well, I think he thought he was going to be like the the you know the second the like, face of the, the organization. Second, I think I think he thought he was going to be the like the second man. Like, right. But he just—he said he just feels like an afterthought. Like right. he don't really feel like a co-star. He just yeah, no, feels, it's funny because you really don't hear him, uh, his name get called that much. Well, it's because he's seven three, but he wants to be Ray Allen. Oh, it's okay. like, yo, go get in the paint. He don't want to play in the paint. Yeah, yeah, like he wants to jack up threes. And right. Luca, he Luca is very ball dominant. Like he 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 like he look he looks like James Harden to vote. Like right. he, it's just dribble dribble dribble. Right. <laughs> like it's effective, but yeah. Um, but you know, it just doesn't work all the time, but. All that to say, it's been a very interesting playoffs. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good series. So. But, of course, there's more beef that took place. <laughs> the NBA wouldn't be in the NBA nope. without it. Sure, right. So, Jay Williams, former Duke player, uh, who, I, from what I know, was supposedly pretty good in college, but then he got to an, a motorcycle accident in the league and really didn't uh, pan out. But he was on this ESPN show called The Jump, which is the morning show. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about Kevin Durant and Giannis. And he said that he's on record for saying if Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis had a baby, it would be Giannis. Like they're <laughs> long and, you know, just tall and shoe, blah, blah, blah. And he said he saw Kevin Durant at like a Christmas party. And he said Kevin Durant approached him and said, don't you ever compare me to Giannis again. Don't ever compare me to that dude. 
And so he says since then, he feels like why Kevin Durant has been going so hard at Giannis in the game is because he feels disrespected and he wants to prove something to him. Kevin Durant saw that, commented, and said, this is an effing lie. <laughs> Jay Williams can never speak for me, ever. <laughs> then he took to Twitter to say, Mans would do anything to advance their career in this media game, wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep keep me out of all that corny talk about who's better and legacy and all that dumb stuff. I don't even talk like that. Hmm. End quote. So then people was like, all right, was Jay Williams just on TV lying? <laughs> or, or did he just expose a private conversation? So again... Inbounds or out of bounds was Jay Williams. Uh, or do you believe him? Do you think Katie really said that? Well, I would hope that if you're going to be on national TV, that you would never quote something that is not true or, or that you would fabricate a, a conversation. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he has any way of, of verifying the conversation. <laughs> like you know, but, you know, again, we talk about this all the time. You know, KD, he's just a bit sensitive. And he just hasn't really been the but, same hey, person to me character-wise since I, he left OKC. I kind of, I'm starting to like it, though. I like him just saying, but like, all right, like, I ain't say that. Because yeah. remember, he went at Shannon a few weeks ago, and what Shannon said was wrong. Like, it was a fake, it was a fake story. Oh, really? The story that Shannon read, it was from a fake page that just, hmm. it looked real, but it was fake. <laughs> One of those, those deep fake yeah, pages, yeah. as they call it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a fake page. Yeah. It was just like a troll page. Right. And Shannon thought it was real and reported it. And Katie was like... I didn't say any of this. Huh. <laughs> so, well, but Jay Williams is saying. Yeah, that Jay that, Williams. He said that, said that this was a conversation. Yeah, he said that, that KD had. approached him. And yeah, said you this, know, so I, that, I, that's different. I don't know if, if, like you said, if Jay's just trying to, you know, get some clicks for the show uh, or. I, I don't it's know. drama, man. The NBA is <laughs> you know, the greatest. Yeah, it's, it's, the greatest it's drama. You know, a lot of these guys, they're they're really just divas, and yeah. you know, KD at this point, he just seems to be. The biggest diva. Honestly, I I just feel like KD. He just really needs to just stay off of social media. Period. I, I man. love it. I love I the fact that he takes the time to respond. Yeah, he needs to stay off, man. I, we we need somebody to do it. We need we need somebody <laughs> to say, all right, dog. Like I'm just waiting for the day that he, that it's him and Stephen A. Which I think uh, that's already happened, yeah. but. You know that should be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, they've already had a few discussions. Yeah, I think they've had a few back and over forth. the last few years. Yeah, so yeah. you know, so, I I like it. I like it. Now, whether yeah. you know who to believe, I have no idea. I wasn't there, so right. I like to. I would just hope Jay Williams just isn't <laughs> on national TV just lying like. That. <laughs> you would hope not, but you know who knows. Speaking of Jay Williams, man, shout out to Coach K. He's uh he's retiring after this year. Yeah. Uh, that was like been like what thirty one years? No, forty six years. Wow, six years. That's yeah. a long time to be with the same organization. Yeah. Wow, Coach K probably probably the, is he the greatest college coach ever? If not, he's probably up there. But I'd say like well, he, he's up there, man. That's maybe for sure. John you know? Wooden. Dean I mean, you can Smith. you can say what you want about Duke. I've I've never been much of a Duke fan. I love you Duke. know and. You can say what you want about Coach K, but evidently he had been doing something right yeah, for all these got years. Five you know, so. national titles. Yeah, so a bunch of players in the league. Uh top recruiting classes. Um got the got the court named after him. Right. Yeah, so uh, so hey, you know, shout out Yeah, to, it'll be the end of an era, that's yeah, for sure. Shout out to Coach K. I think John Shire is gonna take his position. Yeah. John Shire was one of the uh one of the point guards for Duke ah, okay. for a long time. So They'll still be in pretty good hands. Yeah, I was thinking, I was actually thinking Brad Stevens could take over at Duke, but he, because uh, you know he's not coaching anymore. He's gonna yeah, be I know. In the front office, right? But. So I, I've heard that's been a 
a lot of debate about that, mm-hmm. you know. So that Boston thing, but right. Shout out to Coach K, man. Um, I think that's all for the playoffs. Okay. But uh, we mentioned it at the top of the pod, man. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and Logan uh, Paul boy. mixed it up in the ring, and uh, it was you know another very entertaining day. Yeah. Like I said, I watched it with the boys. We went and got <laughs> the, food. The, the, what the whole eight minutes yeah. that you saw of the last round. <laughs> we went and got food because you know how boys are, especially yeah. your friends. We don't really plan right. We just kind of be like. Hey, we'll go down today. We just kind of see who responds. It would kind of go from there. And we were at one place and then left and then went to Wands and we went and got food. We we went and got food. was like, oh, yeah, we good. Like, the fight ain't even started yet. And then we got back to Wands' house. It was in the last round of the yeah, fight. Right. So <laughs> we only saw maybe about four minutes of right. it. And by that time, it was over. But Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the, con- the consensus, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Is that Floyd won pretty easily. Yeah. But there's a lot of debate because it was like, I think Logan Paul even said, like, did I last eight rounds or did Floyd let me last right. eight rounds? And so there's a lot of speculation going around because there was a few clips going out that it looked like Floyd knocked him out, but then he kind of held him up so that he wouldn't fall. So some, hmm. some, so some people were kind of like, all right, was maybe there was like a clause in their contract of like, don't knock him out. Yeah, right. So I don't know. That's the thing about these exhibitions. There's a lot, probably a lot of hidden things that aren't revealed. Yeah. Uh, strictly just for entertainment purposes but, exactly because a lot of people wanted to see a knockout yeah i would like to have seen a, a knockout i didn't actually see it you know you and i we watched a few clips on youtube yeah. and so we didn't see the entire fight you know but uh floyd he got in some good shots yeah you know but I, I would just say for for jake paul if nothing else it was probably a moral victory just due to uh, the fact logan. that logan okay yeah, yeah yeah that he he did indeed last the full eight yeah. rounds that know, was so. the, like that was the theme at the end was logan was just like just you know just having this opportunity was crazy yeah. like i fought floyd mayweather one of the greatest boxers ever like yeah i got to be in the ring with him um <laughs> so it was like said, it was a moral victory and, and yeah. they got paid well too yeah and so you know just thinking about that Obviously, this was thoroughly for entertainment. You know, I'm I'm thinking about the beef leading up to this fight when yeah, the, when he snatched me, his hot, his it all, off. It all makes me think. Yeah, like, all right, was yeah, that, this, that like, was, was, it was all just that was just all that, that was the selling yeah. point. Yeah, you and know. Then, so of course, yeah, it, because at the end of the fight, they were so respectful and, and complimentary. You know, mm-hmm. which was nice to see. You yeah, know, it's good you to want see. that good that good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, I, it would have been nice had somebody talk a little trash. Yeah. You know, it, so but it's cool. Like that happens with Floyd a lot. Like even when he fought McGregor. You know, you know how Conor McGregor's huge personality uh, talks yeah. about. Him. He's yeah, funny. The the guys and I on Sunday, we ended up watching a, a like funniest Conor McGregor moments compilation video, and it was really funny. Um, but he it was the same way with him and Floyd. They talked all that noise, and then after their fight, had the utmost respect for yeah, each other. Like, you know, and honestly, that was a good fight. I think Conor McGregor, you know, he was just you know, I think Floyd's conditioning was a little bit better. But yeah. if Conor wouldn't have got tired. I think that fight really could have, could have. But you know what though, I, I kind of think I, I don't know what the pocket was for that, or what the purse as they call it for that fight was that exhibition fight. But they both walked away with a nice chunk of change. Oh, I think Floyd, so. I would have had a whole lot of think, nice things to say too. I think I think I was reading where Floyd got like fifty million. Yeah, and he he talked about it after yeah. the fight. He was like, he was just like, you know, I'm an entertainer, and I'm showing y'all 
this is this was a legalized bank robbery. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have had a whole lot of nice things to say too. Like, like he, hey, bro, yeah. you did your thing, man. Yeah, like, Thanks for the fifty million. <laughs> yeah, like he he was like, you know, he was like, y'all can talk about me all I want if I'm out of shape. He yeah. was just like, but he was I like, day in and day out. Million. He no, he literally he said day in day in. He said day in day out. My bank account looks better every day. Exactly. So, so you know. <laughs> And uh, so yeah, it it was entertaining. That fight, Chad Ochocinco fought. Um, yeah, he was was he on the on the the undercard? Yeah, he was the first fight. <laughs> he um apparently they said he did well. He got knocked down once, but he, yeah, he fought hard. I didn't see the fight. But. You know, I don't know what it is about these former athletes, football players in particular, that they want to get into another field that they have no business stepping into. I don't know. Well, Chad, he trained or whatever. Well, you know, they were saying that Chad's footwork was really good. Really? But, you know, that he was known for that in the league. Yeah. Like, he really had good footwork. So, yeah. I'm not surprised. He plays soccer. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Chad afterwards, he was just like, I lived out my dream. Like, he was saying, like, you know, I want to inspire people to show. Like, you just don't have to stay in your one field. Like, you can go do other things. But, but do something less painful. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I would sign up for boxing. But, yeah, hey, really? if they giving out 50 million. <laughs> I go out there. I go out there and get beat up real quick. <laughs> Y'all like, yo, hit me. You're not even going to try to make it a fight? Nah, I go out there. First punch, I'm on the ground. I'm out of there. <laughs> well, yeah, it was uh, entertaining to say the least. Yeah. Um, I do. Some, I was curious, though, because from just a boxing standpoint, I was wondering if other boxers might have been like, if they felt like they were maybe disrespecting boxing. I know that's been the the conversation. I think Stephen A. and uh, Max Kellerbear were talking about that. Mm-hmm. Can you give me that chapstick? I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of feel like, man, it could be dangerous for someone who may not be as skilled. Mm-hmm. You know, because there have been a lot of cases where, you know, some boxers have been severely injured, you know, in a boxing mm-hmm. ring. And so, you know, the wrong person get, gets in there and, and don't know how to defend themselves properly. Man, oh, yeah. it, it, can, it can be devastating. I mean, you, you know, your Muhammad Ali, he's probably the greatest ever, but... Yeah. He had like what Parkinson's or yeah. something. That's yeah. from a lot of head trauma. Yeah, you, you know, know. So you go, you imagine a a rookie getting in there. Yeah, or like, somebody who's just thinking that, hey man, I can do this. You know, yeah, if you're I not. Mean, look at Nate Robinson. Yeah. We all thought like, oh, oh we we all thought Nate was about to go crazy because yeah. like, yo, he's he's a he played football. He's in shape. He's built. And he got out there and got knocked off. He got whooped. <laughs> was it, you know what's funny? Because I don't think I've heard his name since. No. <laughs> Where is Nate Robinson? I don't know what Nate's up <laughs> He's been know. keeping a very low profile yeah. since that fight. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that, you know, I think from maybe former other boxers might be feel like disrespect. But there were a lot of boxers there. Like Evander Holyfield yeah, was there. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, so, well, like I you know. said, it's entertainment. Yeah, like so. you said, I think they got to realize it's just, you know. It's entertainment. It's yeah. just nothing less than that. So, but yeah, entertaining day. Uh, I guess we'll see if there will be more of these in the fights. I know the Paul brothers are very popular. Mm-hmm. They have a huge social media following, so mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll be involved more. Well, I think Jake is like wanting to be like an actual like fighter, fighter. Really, yeah, I think so. that's what I heard. Yeah, and, uh, Logan, he's a big dude though. Like, yeah, he, he is. Like man. six man, five, six six, yeah. two twenty, and that was the thing. People thought like, oh, maybe. He might be Floyd because he's way bigger and taller, mm-hmm. but, but Floyd was... You know, I think if they hadn't been near the equal weight, because Floyd clocked him a couple oh, yeah. times nah. really good. Oh, yeah. Floyd yeah. knocked him out. Yeah. I'm so if he you. hadn't been like at Floyd's weight or, you know, maybe near his weight, yeah. he, he would have been out for and sure. because Floyd... He would have been out Floyd for sure. wasn't really even like a knockout artist like that. Like, Floyd nah. was more of a like, I'm a dodge, you ain't even going to hit me type right. fight, and right. I'm going to just win this fight. Right. But, yeah, now nah, Floyd was looked like he was about to knock him out, but... But yeah, I guess we'll see if there's a 
if there's any more of these fights happening. Right. We'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, is that is that all I got for sports and things like that? I think that's all. You have anything? Anything else? Um, no, nothing on my mind. Any uh, any music or anything that you've been on? Any TV shows? You know, it's been pretty quiet on my end. Well, I did just start watching a new program on Netflix. It's called Jupiter's Legacy. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, one of those shows that got, like, superheroes. And so I just I just watched the first episode. So it's, it's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, unfortunately, I've already read that it has been canceled for the next season. So that's why I said, let me just go ahead and watch this season just to see what this show was about. And so, you know, the first episode was pretty interesting. So I might just go ahead and finish this season and, you know. Of course, like I said, it's only it's already been canceled. So right, I uh wanted to start this new segment of the pod. What have you been eating? Because you know, I I went to uh, I went to this uh, place that y'all you guys put me on called the Greasy mm, Spoon out here in the North Side. And mm, sheesh, man! You know when you hear that that name, the Greasy Spoon, uh, it sounds so it doesn't unhealthy. make you want to go eat there. Cause your mom had been trying to get me to go to that place for a few months now. Really. And so I don't know why it is that I decided to go. It was something that she had said or uh-huh. something she said. Apparently, the the guy who owns the place, I, oh, I yeah, guess he, I guess he's like an up and coming. Yeah, he's he's getting kind of famous. Yeah, you know. And man, I'm glad we went yeah, to that. I remember when he, Mama told me, I was like, "What is the greasy spoon?" Yeah. But she just said soul food, and I was yeah. like, "I was like, well, you know, I like soul food." You know, but then. how do you say it? Do you say the greasy spoon or do you say the greasy spoon? I say greasy because it's greasy. But you know, you we put that that oh. that ebonics on it, yeah, you, know, you know, you know, and we say the greasy spoon, you yeah. know, and so I, and that I, greasy spoon, it seems like it makes it taste better. <laughs> greasy, greasy, the food yeah. is fire. It was good. So, yeah, I went there good. again today. So if you're ever in the north side, greasy spoon out here, it's pretty yeah. popular. Like I had to Free wait shout a out. I had to wait a little bit today, um, yeah. outside a little bit, but but uh, trust me, it's worth the wait. Yeah, it's it's a uh, really 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 good food. Um, Okay, so yeah. just just got the confirmation. You might, you might have to uh, you might have to order a little early. Yeah, order uh, <laughs> order ahead, but it's super, but it's worth the wait. Yeah, trust me, it is it's worth, worth it. the wait. Is there anything? What else? What else we got? Well, let's see. We pretty much talked about current events. I guess. Well, no, I mean food food wise. Like food what, wise, what other what oh. spots? Uh, that's been about it, really. You know, nothing different than my normal repertoire, Jack in the Box, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I'm actually trying to get away from eating that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, so. I, like I said, I have been running and stuff, but boy, I, I be eating, man. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this video, it was like, you can't out-train a bad diet, and I was like. Yeah, that is that's, true. That's true. That I know true. Jamal, uh, shout out to Jamal. I, I saw Jamal a few times last week. He was, you know, because he's gotten in, in, in such a good shape. Yeah. He was talking uh, and he was just like, yeah, I had to just, he says he takes a few days where he's just like, I don't even eat. I just fast and drink really? water. Wow. So, that takes a lot of discipline. Yeah. That's, 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 that takes, that takes he, discipline. Whenever he started working out, he was like, yo, it's just, just discipline. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my mind right to where I can even get to that point, yeah. you know, just to think about trying to work out and getting, getting my body right. But uh-huh. I definitely need it. So, you yeah, know, yeah. but, uh, Half the battle is recognizing that you need it, so, yeah, so I'm, then, I'm halfway there. And then eating, eating right, man. Yeah. So, well, you know, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, is that it? Anything else? No, that's it. Well, I do want to play this video for you. Um, I want to see if you can make sense of it. I, I have noticed that celebrities have a tendency to say things 
that you know they think is like super deep and like people around him would be like oh my god like there's this video of this rapper his name is playboy cardi and he's talking to his friends and he's like you know i was surrounded by people who was on a level that they was i thought they was on the same stuff that i was on or they were a little bit ahead of me and then i got to what they was on and then i surpassed them and and they were just like yo like yo that's deep <laughs> and i was and i've always i was like that video is not deep and then there's like a video of kevin hart at the rock nation brunch surrounded by like like meat mill and jay-z like a bunch of just like rich black mm-hmm. guys and um and he's just like talking and they're like toasting their champagne and they're right. like oh yeah like more life and i'm just like yo what he said was whack like it had no <laughs> substance and so I saw this video <laughs> that I thought was really funny. Uh, it's Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats is really famous producer. He's mm-hmm. married to Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the co-creator of the Versus Battles. Right. And he was on a famous, I don't know if you call it podcast, but I guess so. It's a podcast called Drink Champs. Okay. Uh, with Nori and whoever the other guy is. And they just interview a lot of really famous people. And so he was on there and he said this. And I just wanted to see Maybe if you could make sense of it, I'll play it for the. I will play it for the people right now. Here we go. In life, we gotta face our poison in order to poise on. Because you know you was born from your mother and you a poised son. Understand? That was hard. Like when we gonna get. Noriega said that was hard. Do you want me to play it again? Just to no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this. It just sounds like he was just trying way too hard. He probably thought about that. I bet you he rehearsed that line a hundred times before he got to the studio. Yeah. And so it just sounds like he was just trying way too hard, man. He probably burned up half his brain cells. Yeah. Somebody somebody tweeted this response. I thought it was hilarious. Oh man, let me let me burn it up. <laughs> oh, hell no, hell no. <laughs> oh man. So people had a field day without Twitter. They was like, what is he trying to say? He said He said, you know, sometimes we gotta find our poison and then we gotta learn how to poise on. Hmm. Cause you know, when we came from my mother, we was a poised son. Nori said though, that's hard. It makes a good rap. It yeah, might be great. lyrics to a great song. Great, or, great or entendre. A great, or a, great, a great poem. But, you know, yeah. it, like I said, it just sounds like he was trying way too hard. Yeah, so, I'm know, not sure about that one, Swiss Beats. But, you know, I'm sure there would be somebody that that would resonate with. Ah. You know, maybe not everybody. Yeah, maybe so. So I just say, if it does, kudos to you, yeah, man. If you, you, know, if you so, understood that, yo. You know, kudos maybe to you. you. You have yeah. a higher IQ than we do. Exactly. I'm not sure, but... Uh, you have more poise on than me. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, remember, you're a poise son because yeah, you came from exactly. your mother. So, there hey. you go. Uh, shout out to Swiss Beats, man. Uh, is that it? I think that's all we got. Well, huh? you know what? We haven't discussed anything about Drake. His name has not come up once. Hey, man. So we, we no need to break the streak now. I, mean, I don't know if there's anything to, that we can add new about Drake. But well, I'm sure you got something. Well, Migos' album is coming out. <laughs> tomorrow night and drake is a feature on there okay. so we're All looking right. forward to that ace hey, snow allegra okay. is dropping she's a uh 
She's an R and B singer who mm-hmm. uh, she makes really good music. She's um she's really really good. Her album is she had a really good album last year and she has another album coming out next month. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. But uh, no, no really huge Drake news again. You know, just okay. waiting on the album. He, so, he was at the Lakers game, right? Okay, well, say I just wanted to make sure that we got our Drake reference yeah, in before you know, the show ended. So, yeah, you know how it is. I do want to say there is another rapper doing the J Cole thing. Uh, his game is Sheck West. Mm-hmm. He's uh playing basketball in Paris right oh, now. Okay, uh, he's signed to Travis label Cactus Jack. He actually played basketball in high school in New York. He let he led the state in assists. Oh, okay. So and, he can uh, he can actually play. Yeah, he, he's a basketball oh, okay, player. Cool. Um, and uh, I don't know if he's playing a whole lot, but I did see a clip of him hitting a three. It looked real, real good. Right. So he's in Paris playing basketball. So shout out to Sheck West, man. Shout out to him. But uh, make it happen. Make yeah. it make it do what it do. Yeah, man. <laughs> go go ahead, Sheck. But I think that's all we got. All right. Uh, for today, any any shout outs? Well, as always, shout out to mom. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Creative Glory. Yes, sir. And the Creative Glory team. You know, you guys, you all guys really did your thing. You all pulled together and and you made it happen. You know, so I'm proud of you guys. I'm like so, so, so proud of your mom, man. The decor at the party, it was, it was mind blowing. It was beautiful, you know. So, you know, you did your thing. Treats are good. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to Miss T. Shout yes, out to Malik Good. Yes, Shout out to Micah Good. Shout out to Maya Good. Shout out to Piggy. Shout out to Mama. Uh, was there anybody else? Shout out to Cat on the pictures. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Cat on the on the our photographer. Cat. Shout out to Jamal. Yeah, for shout out to, to Jamal. Curating you know. the vibes. Yeah, you know. Um, so thank you, Creative Glory, yeah. for making this thing Whole successful and, and getting it off the ground in spectacular fashion. Yes, sir. My uh, shout out to Creative Glory, the event planning and design business <laughs> team went crazy this week. Good week. Tiring. Very, very tired. Oh, man. Yes, it was. A lot of yes, work. Yes, it was. But, uh, but it was worth it. Yeah, but it was worth it. So pictures will be up soon. Uh, but yeah, I uh, shout out to us. I uh, I did want to say that there's, I saw a Harley shirt. <laughs> and um, it's 80 bucks. Ooh. Nah, I'm just playing. Ah. I just played. It's, it's 40. So, you know, it's about that time of the part. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> nah, boy. I, just, I, I just mess with you. I just mess with you. <laughs> Yeah, but, but like you know, when you know what I left my wallet in my other pants. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am just kidding, unless you know. <laughs> but nah, man, that's all we got. We are gonna get out of here. Good pod though, real, real yeah, good, good pod yes, today. Yes. Um, good pod. I'm about to chill, watch these playoffs. Uh, like I said, I got the next two days off. That's super, mm. super rare. Mm. So, boy, am I about to take advantage of it, get some rest. I mm-hmm. saw we were getting a haircut. Yes. That's, uh, that's a, all the confirmation we needed. This is going to be a great two days. Boy, finna be handsome again, man. Yeah, really. I'm a, oh, I'm yeah, a, you might not look too bad either. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his video. It's his videos on Twitter. This is like, it's girl. It's well, these tweets from girls where it's like, why whenever guys want to get a haircut, they got a whole bunch of errands to run. Like, why can't you just go get a haircut and go back to the house? <laughs> People got to see them yeah, when they get a haircut, yeah. man. There's a, it's his tweet. It's like, yo, when you get a haircut. You got like a, it's it's mostly for single guys, but it's yeah. like if you got a haircut, you got about a forty hour window just to be in everybody's face. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know if, if women they may not understand. Maybe they do like when they get their hair done. But you know when guys get their haircut, it's like it's a whole new perspective yeah, on life, yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you walked into the barbershop and you were having a bad day. Oh yeah. When nah. you walk out of the barbershop with that cut, yeah. it's like everything nah, is brand new. I tell new. Kat, when you get a haircut, like you think clearer, you yeah. think better, you have more yeah. positive thoughts. Exactly. That's a J Cole. I mean, not J Cole. DJ Khaled is yeah. like when you get a haircut, yo, your mind is just more clear. Yeah. Shout out to DJ Khaled has a quote because he's been working out 
every day for like the last four years and mm-hmm. hasn't lost any weight. <laughs> and, and Adrian told me a quote by him. He said, you know, they always say it. How come you haven't lost weight? <laughs> You've been working out every day. And he was like, I don't lose weight because all I do is win. <laughs> That sounds like plays on. <laughs> he said he doesn't lose weight because he doesn't lose. Yes, oh my goodness! So, I, was like, I, I like that. I, I like that. Well, you know what? That's actually pretty yeah, good. He said, I don't yeah, lose weight because I, I don't lose. You know, I'm gonna have to use that one too. Yeah. So next time Granny calls me fat, I'm gonna be like, hey, hey, I don't lose. I don't lose weight because yeah. I ain't lost in a minute. I don't know about you. <laughs> Oh man, that, that's pretty funny. But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here, man. Uh, what episode is this? Episode thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah, the, the KD episode, man. Easy money. But uh, I when I shout out. Oh, I saw. I last week I shouted out Sin, right from uh church, and I actually saw her the next day. Oh, I saw okay. her at Hope and Life conference. Did, uh, did you tell her that uh, you were on the pod and that you you mentioned her in it? I didn't. I was I was kind of busy. I saw her like in passing, and she said Malik, and I was like, "Yo, Sin," and I was like, "That's funny." I was just talking oh, about okay. it, so I'll shout out Sin again. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, shout out to let's see who I don't know if I have any specific shout outs. I guess I'll say shout out to the Creative Glory team as well, uh, for killing the event this week. Mm-hmm. I told Mama. Multiple times throughout the event, I was like, I think this is going to be booming. After it this, is, so. I, it is, man. It really is. So I'm so excited to see. We're going to uh, have to have our game face on for sure yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, the whole entire team. Um, and yeah, this is going to boom, man. But with that being said, uh, I want to shout out to everybody who listens to the pod, shares the pod. I recently just hit uh, across all episodes. I'm at a thousand total plays. Oh, wow. Uh, hey, that's so, a milestone. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. So. Shout out to y'all. I know it's not a whole, whole lot, but pretty cool to... Joe Button, here we go. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I think Joe Button's at like a million. <laughs> nah, we need that, that music to Jaws playing. Yeah. When the shark is on his way. I got to get Joe on the pod. Just yeah, like, yo, so, pull up, dog. <laughs> but yeah, man, so shout out to everybody who listens, shares the pod, help me get to a thousand. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we're going for bigger goals. Five thousand a few months, man. Right, Let's hey. Go. But uh, until then, man, my name is Malik, Dad, Steve. Peace out, Official, official co-host. You already know what time it is. You know the vibes. Thank y'all once again for listening, and I'm going to see y'all next week, man. Y'all have a good one. Be blessed.